step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy, three very sane spectators. Fun crazy, not creepy crazy, on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Here comes the greatest ding-a-ling of them all, presenting King Ding, mighty ruler of the ding-a-ling world. That is me. I am Patrick Riley. I am the King Ding. I wear that crown with pleasure and honor. Yeah, yeah. you found the King Ding. That's me. Welcome to episode 386. Right next to me is the Queen Dingling. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Yes, it's Kimmy. She's right here next to me. I, I guess you'd probably rather princess, would you not? Instead of queen, you, hmm. right? Is it princess better? Gee, I'm just not sure. Uh, okay. All right, your highness. <laughs> Welcome to 386. On this episode, we're going to go back in time, Kimmy. We're going to go back in time because if you're listening to this show, the day it's uploaded, it's a Flashback Friday episode. Yes, a Flashback Friday episode, and that's what we're going to uh, be dealing with is something of the past, Kimmy. Uh, because, you know, before sitting down for 386, spent some time, a, a good chunk of time, in a good way. Matter of fact, time went by very rapidly. Um, my chatting back and forth with a new friend, a friend from Retro Rama Collectibles in Jacksonville. Ed and I were chatting back and forth. I found out that Ed, well, and maybe Ed kind of found out about me. We're both like big action freak collectors, you know, action figure collectors, especially of, uh, you know, stuff from like 60s and 70s. And, and I would have to say we both love one character or one action type figure, maybe it's hard for me to put this one as the very top, but it's right up there. It fights for it. And I know it's probably his favorite, and that just happens to be this one. Terrific equipment to have a battle with. When you get G.I. Joe and the authentic G.I. Joe equipment, you'll have the greatest realism, the greatest fun you ever had in playing soldier. Box after box of authentic uniforms and equipment so you can change your G.I. Joe soldier into a camouflage marine ready for battle. A Navy frogman with complete scuba suit and inflatable life raft. An Air Force pilot with high altitude helmet and air vest. Get G.I. Joe and get G.I. Joe equipment so you can set up exciting battle action whenever you want. Remember, only G.I. Joe is G.I. Joe. All right, Kimmy, that's the original G.I. Joe line, uh, the, the original series, the one without the uh, you know certain type of hair that I kind of like, the lifelike hair. Mm. Now, can you tell me who was the maker of G.I. Joe? Kenner? No, <gasps> that was the maker of the $6 million man and the bionic woman. Who was the maker of G.I. Joe? You're trying to cheat there. You're trying to look at one of my uh, collectible books, but I have it hidden there. You cannot see that answer. 
Come Hasbro. On. That's right. Hasbro. Very good. Hasbro was the maker and is the maker of the G.I. Joe line. By the way, Transformers, you know, they're the ones that do the movies too, you know, uh-huh. Hasbro. Okay, just trying to help you out there. Now, the original series, the, the original set that that commercial was with, if you'll notice it was a very military type commercial, right? Mm-hmm. You know, very gung-ho. Yes. But G.I. Joe line, when it was launched, it was that way. And But they adjusted themselves because of, well, things going on in the American society at the time. Uh, that well actually it was it started the, the conflict was going on but it it accelerated after this show after this toy was launched and that was because of the Vietnam War and so they kind of like wanted to step away from the war presence of the toy because of that going on and that's when they changed to the type of GI Joe figure that you know be quite honest I am oh I have some of these in my collection the originals and I have retros of course but I have the originals. Um, but I am looking specifically for one of these that talks. Introducing the new G.I. Joe adventure team. Five rugged men with lifelike hair. They're outfitted for action. And they take their orders from this man, the adventure team commander. I've got a tough assignment for you. The G.I. Joe adventure team. They'll dare anything and risk everything. Collect the new G.I. Joe adventure team and add to the action with adventure team sets. G.I. Joe, now with lifelike hair from Hasbro. Yes, with lifelike hair. Fuzzy. Hey, 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 lifelike hair. Now, if you notice, some of them, the lifelike hair, the commander and stuff, he had, you know, the beard and the whole nine yards, right? Uh And the fuzzy hair, right? Mm -hmm. And, which I have in the collection. And, but I'm looking for a talking one of those. Mm. You know, I or a talking uh, one prior to that in the 60s. Mm -hmm. You know, either one. You know, I'm looking for either one of those. But at that same time period, and I know for a fact, Ed, he probably, he was, well, I have some of these. He has, and I I remember these vaguely. Um, I think there was maybe some ads in some comic books for those. And I don't remember Saturday morning cartoons with them, but they obviously did have those um, that were running back then. The the cartoon uh, commercials and the cartoons for this. Because, you know, I collect anything that is uh, NASA-based for the Mercury through Apollo astronauts, you know, even some toys and stuff like that, especially G.I. Joe. I mean, I have the uh, Mercury uh, capsule, an original G.I. Joe Mercury capsule and stuff like that. But he has the talking G.I. Joe with fuzzy hair, lifelike hair. Now that mankind is on the threshold of the galaxies, a new hero has come forth to lead us into the future. Introducing the new G.I. Joe astronaut. He has lifelike hair and talks the language of tomorrow. Ten seconds to lift off and counting. Go with him on daring missions like the Flying Space Rescue. Get the new G.I. Joe talking astronaut and collect astronaut adventure sets. G.I. Joe astronaut, now with lifelike hair from Hasbro. Yes, with lifelike hair. Fuzzy. Keep, yes, keep that in mind, Kimmy, with lifelike hair. Mm-hmm. Yes, the uh, G.I. Joe with lifelike hair. In that one, he was uh, clean shaven, by the way, the astronaut was. Mm. Didn't you like what he said? Language of the future? <laughs> you didn't like when Language they... of the future. Oh, yeah, language of the future. I actually, I've never held one of those, and I want to see one. And I've, yeah. I've never seen one of those at all. And that's something that I really want to check out, and that will be at the uh, Jacksonville... Uh, Retro-Rama collectible show, the pop culture show, coming up on February 8th. And I'm kind of curious, you know, because he he told me he's going to be bringing G.I. Joes, all right? Mm -hmm. And 
and plus he has a vast personal collection of G.I. Joes. So, you know, I'm really into seeing whatever G.I. Joes he'll bring, you know, mm-hmm. and because I am hunting for G.I. Joes, but I just also like G.I. Joes. I mean, to give you an idea just how much I like G.I. Joes, I mean, I have a book when, that I have the uh, first edition and the second edition of is the complete encyclopedia to G.I. Joe, you know, uh, that I highly recommend for any G.I. Joe collector. I believe it's not been updated since, uh, you know, it's uh, original first edition or actually the second edition mm-hmm. uh, was the last update and I think I was probably in 97 or so if you notice it's in pristine condition yes and what's really nice about it if you open up inside you can it has the vintage ads and things like that for the uh, 12 inch action figures mm-hmm. and a complete history of Joe G.I. Joe I, I strongly recommend that you know I think you can probably find that on like you know eBay or Amazon and stuff like that I'm going to hand it to you, so please be careful with that, Kimmy. You know, I want you to learn about G.I. Joe before going to Jacksonville on February 8th. Now, something you might not remember, do you remember what they came out with towards the uh, not the mid-70s? They updated G.I. Joe again. Now, you know, we talked about how they made him the action man. But then, because of a certain craze that was really hitting all over America, and had been big in film, then went to TV, and it was everywhere. Even even top 40 single, matter of fact, I can think of at least a couple, um, was big. And this toy, the toy line, was adjusted a little bit. Can you remember what G.I. Joe did to, well, basically cash in on the craze? Mm-mm. Well, G.I. Joe decided to go this route. Introducing the new G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grip. G.I. Joe has hands that grip. Fingers you hold open and let close. Hands that hold on with a Kung Fu grip. The grip you help Joe use in self-defense. New G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip. No, I never had a G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip. Mm. But, yes, they went Kung Fu. And, you know, he and they actually opened it up with, you know, two, two guys doing, I think they were actually doing judo, maybe not Kung Fu, because uh, there was judo throws, I think, or karate. You know, that was going uh-huh. on. It wasn't really Kung Fu, but, you know, they, eh, but it went into the Kung Fu grip thing. Okay. Now, I know our good friend David in Sanford at uh, Smash Comics and Games, he he wants a G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hope he makes it up to Jacksonville, makes the journey. Uh, he has an invite from us just to, you know, caravan up there with all the freaks and nerds that he pr- possibly can come with and cosplayers. Mm-hmm. And because I would not want him to miss out on a G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip. Now, you might not realize, Kimmy, there was actually a competitor to G.I. Joe at that time, and our friend David, who I just mentioned, actually collected these figures. I know he has one. It was called Bullet Man. You probably don't remember Bullet Man, do you? Mm-mm. Bullet Man was, he was interesting. I would see him in the comic books of the time period of, uh, I'm, I'm guessing around 75, 76, 74, maybe that early. Uh, it was a rival cashing in on G.I. Joe. It's the Action Man team on patrol looking for the intruder, strongman from another world. Action Man spots him with his eagle eyes. Too late. The intruder's got Tom Stone in a vicious bear hug. Atomic Man lets him have it with an atomic right. The intruder is stunned, but not for long, and the chase is on. Action Man checks out underwater in the Sea Wolf, the action team submarine that actually dives and surfaces. No luck. He takes to the skies with his turbocopter and spots the intruder's hideout from above. This is a job for Bullet Man, the human bullet. That'll flush him out. And here comes Action Man in the capture copter. Mission accomplished. Action Man. 
I never owned one of those in the collection. If I do remember right, Action Man had, I think they mentioned their Atomic Man. And if I remember right, Atomic Man was kind of a, well, a clone of the Bionic Man. Mm. They were kind of going that route too, you know, trying to get the whole thing. So I don't have a single one of those in my collection. I'm kind of curious if anybody has maybe one of those up in Jacksonville, kind of like to see one of those. But I am also looking for Big Gems, which was a rival to G.I. Joe and the Action Jacksons as well. You've seen those, right? The Action Jacksons? Now I don't you, know. Oh, I had some of those in my collection at one time a number of years ago when I lived up north. Um, but they were uh, they, they were taken, stolen, um, which is a long story. We will not go into it. It was heartbreak. Anyhow, those, you know, were a favorite of mine, the Action Jacksons. They were smaller mm-hmm. uh, figures. They were about the size of the Evil Knievels, which I'm looking for by Ideal. You know, mm-hmm. so got some things on the old uh, hunt list uh, for the uh, big uh, collectible show that is coming up in Jacksonville, Florida, which we'll be talking about shortly. Now, moving over to something that's uh, going on in uh, what culture? They talk about the new spinoff for The Walking Dead and seven things you don't know about Cobalt. That's the working title. Oh. The spinoff, Cobalt. Yes, they have some leaks, too, that they put together from sources. Seven things you don't know. Now, we're going not going to go into all seven of those here, Kimmy. Now, the latest concrete information that they have, thanks to Bleeding Cool, a copy of the pilot's script has hit sources, and when it hit the net, it was swiftly removed, but there were some smart people that kind of copied it. All right. And while some have avoided spoiling specific details as much as possible, there is a very real image of how the show will look when it's eventually unleashed, and it all looks very intriguing according to what culture. And there are some potential spoilers that they do have. Beware. Now, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers here. I'm not going to go through all seven. Now, one of them on their list, the title. According to the leak, the show will be titled Fear the Walking Dead, and they even have a little slate there that they're going to be using, the title slate, you know, the opening slate. Now, a nice little tie-in, they say, even if it turns out to be just a title of the pilot episode rather than the entire show. That's what most of them think it will be, just mm-hmm. the pilot episode. Now, clearly, AMC will be keen to highlight the links between the two properties without overstating them and coming off as a cash grab. Okay. Now, right now, neither Cobalt nor Fear the Walking Dead might end up being the final title. The latter feels a little too on the nose for Kirkman, particularly as he's been so keen to wipe out any hints that the shows will feature any sort of crossovers. Now, in that respect, Cobalt fits better. It's vague enough not to really mean anything at all to Walking Dead fans, and it's probably got something to do with the scientific agencies working to suppress the Walker epidemic before it begins. I'm not too certain about that. I wonder if Cobalt might be what launches the actual, the true reason that there are walkers in the first place. Could mm. Cobalt really be the real reason? You know, and here's what I, why I'm going this route. Um, there are some elements. If you like The Walking Dead, I strongly say, hey, visit Stephen King's The Stand. Read it. Even if you read it a long time ago. Read the the expanded version, which is what, and you need to read the expanded version. You only read the original release, I believe, which was 75, 76, 77 when that came out. And 
and that was a big book in its, in its own right. It mm-hmm. was like 800 and some pages, correct? Yes. Now, the Expanded's over 1,000. Mm-hmm. And that is one that's being tapped into for the upcoming movie, or I should say movies, because it's four movies. They're, 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 you know, going right to the source material. And if you like The Walking Dead, I say check that one out. Uh, visit what the master wrote many years ago. And I think you will love it and uh, see how it influenced some things down the road. Like The Walking Dead, it, I think it did. Um, but I'm wondering, as you know, if you remember, uh, the stand does kick off with something that causes, and I'm not going to spoil it here, causes this problem to happen throughout the story. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if, since they're going to go to this almost a flashback type episode, if you will, or episodes, if they will deal with something maybe that has not been divulged so far on The Walking Dead. And maybe some things people think is not really true. Maybe Cobalt happens to deal with that. Hmm. It's just a uh, you know, speculation. If you remember in the stand, the Captain Trips flu is what I'm referring to. Mm. And uh, which was the, that's not really what it was, but that's what it was referred to. And I'm thinking Cobalt might be along that right, you know, along that line. Although I might be just totally off base here and insane, but I am crazy, but you know, I might be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Number eight on the list is the starting point. While The Walking Dead began with a bang with Rick Grimes when he woke up in the hospital. And yeah, they did have a short prologue, but that's basically what happened. That was with the world already overrun by zombies and humanity mostly pushed to the shadows. Cobalt won't be as far progressed down the line. The leaked script suggests that the pilot takes place before the infection takes place. As initially suspected, some people thought that's what was going to happen. Now, California is still as it was before the breakout with real life and real dreams continuing to breed thanks to hope and the comfortable, you know, belief that everything's A-OK. Now, in that regard, this is clearly going to be a more traditional zombie movie format. The walkers won't be known to exist, and that should mean that there will be uh, an ample opportunity for even more suspense and scares. Basically, they, from what I'm taking from this, the zombies, the walkers are going to come out more like an urban myth for a while. Mm. You know, they're going to be going out for Happy Meals and people are going to be told other things. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, no, there's nobody eating people. <laughs> You're crazy. It's dogs, wild dogs, coyotes. <laughs> I mean, whatever they're coming up with, you know, to uh, to uh, cover up. Mm-hmm. Well. So there's a little bit on the seven that we have, and we have all of them right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I'm not going to spoil anything because they do have some kind of spoilers right there. Mm. You know, I don't want to be the one accused of uh, spoiling anything for anyone when it comes to The Walking Dead. That would not be right. Or the Cobalt uh, show as well. Now, speaking of The Walking Dead, Kimmy, I have a feeling, a very strong feeling, that there is a Walking Dead member Heading to Florida. Things made more sense, you know. There are rules. Life was more simple. Didn't you miss your brother? My brother? <laughs> Hell no. He had a real money problem. What kind of problem? He didn't lend me any. <laughs> One time that's something. Well, a very unique way uh, that individual, Axel departed the show he did not become a happy meal i don't mean to spoil that and uh if you have not seen that episode i suggest checking it out but you know if you like the actor who plays axel you can meet him in jacksonville florida kimmy has information about this what is going on kimmy 
Yes, Lou Temple, Axel from The Walking Dead, will be at Retrorama. And that is a pop culture collectible show in Jacksonville on Sunday, February 8th. And that'll be at the Ramada Conference Center on Hartley Road. Oh, boy. Now, that that's not that far off. I, I don't even know how many days that is now. But I that, know. It's that, coming that, up. That's getting very close. Mm-hmm. So if you you know want to reminisce about The Walking Dead, this will be an opportunity to do that. You can meet meet him and uh, maybe get his opinion on what's going on with The Walking mm. Dead. And, you know, he has a, a nice filmography. He's been in many things. And uh, from my all my sources, you know, I've never met him before, but I've been hearing nothing but positive things. Now, we have met a Walking Dead cast member before, and I will say this, it was well worth it, wasn't it? Oh, yes. And, and uh, would you care to share who we met? That would be Michael Rooker. Yes. Um, met him at Spooky. Yes, Spooky Empire. Uh, let's see, that was last October mm-hmm. in Orlando. And uh, very, very nice. Very nice, yes. And, and you, you know, and he had all, he could have been a jerk. Let's just put it that way. He, uh-huh. you know, he's been in, he's in a huge movie that was still current enough right then. Um, I mean, big, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know he's going to be in at least the next two of those. Mm-hmm. And possibly even in an Avengers film, who knows? Mm-hmm. And he could have just been a jerk. Like, uh, right. like you. Yeah. <laughs> or not he actually that. spoke to me yeah. initiated yeah he, something he was common and when he was talking to kimmy and uh kimmy got starstruck and uh, yeah you did you got starstruck you i you just when you saw him what were you thinking yandu was that what you were thinking you you, you just saw the blue guy in front of you is that what it was mm-hmm. oh boy anyway you you were very it was a it was a touching moment i wish i could have had that on digital i wish i could have you know had that recorded because the exchange between the two of you was really good. He was being cute with me, and I was being Sheldon-esque yes. or Spockish. Yeah, <laughs> you were being just true nerd. I was. Yeah, you were. There are other stars that will be at this event, uh, some horror-related. Can you share who's going to be in Jacksonville? Hammer Horror Queens, Veronica Carlson, and Susanna Lee. All right. Chance to... Uh, talk to at least one of them i i can't remember the filmography on both but i know at least one of them has uh, acted with uh, christopher lee uh in one of the dracula films mm-hmm. and that will be something to talk about you know so and uh, i am a big fan of hammer horror films the classic hammer horror films i mean of the years with christopher lee and peter cushing love those movies so i really want to meet them and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping to uh you know say hi yeah and, and if you're with me please please don't get starstruck Kimmy. i I, you know, that's just, come on. I'll try. All right. You don't behave yourself. You know, you know, just don't get starstruck. I know. At all. Okay. Mm-hmm. And by the way, going back to uh, where were we go, we, I don't think I really made it clear here, or you did, that we are going to be in Jacksonville. We've been invited by the promoters of uh, Retro Rama uh, Pop Culture uh, Collectible Show. Mm-hmm. And we have a table there. Thanks to them, and we hope if you are in the area or you're flying in, you can stop on by. Uh, we'd love to meet you. We will be recording a episode there. You can become part of it if you choose. If you're not shy, if you are shy, that's no big deal. Uh, you know, we won't uh, we won't record you, but you know, we can talk nerd stuff. We would love to do that. Now, one of the things I'm hoping to find there is some toys and vintage toys. And I thought since it's a flashback kind of Friday thing, uh, we might just uh, go back in time here with some of the toys that. Maybe, number one, when you hear these, it'll bring back memories. You know, you'll say, wow, I had that. Or B, maybe you're like, 
me and you're going to the Jacksonville show and you say, I want to find that. So that's why we're going to end this uh, this show. And by the way, it one of the commercials in here, or a couple of these, there is a $6 million man toys. And uh, maybe an evil Knievel might have made it. And one of my favorites, which I am looking for, is the Marks playset, Cape Kennedy. And that and much more is in this set, and I hope you enjoy it. It's our way of, uh, you know, having a fun Flashback Friday with a Riley and Kimmy show. Slinky toys are fun toys. What walks downstairs alone or in pairs and makes a slinkity sound. A spring, a spring, a marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky. It gives a big lift when wrapped as a gift. A very likable toy. It's falling in place, brings smiles to your face. Something kids can enjoy. It's slinky, it's slinky. For fun, it's a wonderful toy. It's slinky, it's slinky. It's fun for a girl and a boy. And slinky mobiles with big slinky wheels and pistons that move as you go. It makes a great sound when you pull it around. The driver's an old-timey fellow. A slinky dog, a slinky train, many more wonderful toys. You tug the string, they do their thing. They're great for girls and boys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, really wonderful toys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, they're fun for girls and boys. Slinky, Slinky Dog, Slinky Mobile, all Slinky toys sold separately by James Industries. It's the Action Kid. What in the world are they up to now? Let's get right down to business. Business? What business? Fun business! The Fun Pack Carry-All Action Playset by Marks. Look, this opens up the wild action world of Fort Apache. With Indians, cavalrymen, shell-shooting cannons. And here are the fighting knights with a real drawbridge, knights, vikings, and rock-throwing catapults. Here's the boot camp with tank, jeep, bullet-shooting machine guns, and 80 soldiers. Or land a helicopter at Cape Kennedy. Fire the rockets, back the space missile into the launching pad, and start the countdown. It's off into space. Zoom! Get Port Apache. Get the fighting knights. Get the boot camp. Get Cape Kennedy. Get all four and carry your own world of action wherever you go. The Rugged Steel Carry-All Action Play by Marks. You're slunking it out in the middle of the ring. And you have a hard drive to the job. And Blue Bomb's block is knocked off. His block is knocked off? Sure, but you can press it right back on again. It's just part of the action with the world's only boxing robots, the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Marks. Takes two managers to handle the fighters and lots of skill to win. With these control levers, you can keep your fighters in motion to duck punches. When you press this plunger, he throws a right uppercut. Press the other plunger and there's a left jab. Lots of exciting action and fun for everyone when the world's only boxing robots battle it out. The blue bomber's looking for an opening. And just push the flying head back and you're ready for round three. Boy, this is the greatest. You bet. The world's only boxing robots. Get the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Mark. What a jump. Evil's riding the amazing tricycle. That gyro power sends him over a hundred feet at top speed. Loop. And he's not through yet. Into the dragster. Evil super sprint car with built-in drag shoot to slow him down. What a hook. And now, the Sky Cycle, that daredevil death-defying supersonic sky plane on wheels. And here he is on the super cool chopper bike, with the power that can really rip. He's sensational. He's evil Knievel. He's 
please, I kneel. Colonel Steve Austin, the six million dollar man. Urgent, your mission is to capture the spy. Quick, into the rocket. And Kenner's six million dollar man bionic transport and repair station. Switch rockets to full power. Hey, something's wrong. The rocket's crashing. Colonel Steve Austin's hurt. Get him into the repair station. We'll have to check him out. Yeah, we can rebuild him. Check all bionic systems. Arm readout faulty. Replace modules. Any head injuries? No damage here. Steve's computer readout A-okay. Operations a success. Check bionic eye. A-okay. Let's test his strength. Can he lift the engine block? Did it. Let's get the spot. There he is. I see him. New Bionic Transport and Repair Station sold separately. The Six Million Dollar Man, new from Kenner. It's the Fembot, new from Kenner. And Jamie Summers, the Bionic Woman, sold separately. I'm Jamie Summers. Oh, no, you're not. I am. You're a Fembot. Your paralyzer gave you away. She's unmasked me. Now I have to disguise myself as a mystery baby. No one will recognize me. Not even Jamie. Ha ha. Fembot comes with everything seen here. Jamie Summers, the bionic woman, sold separately. In 1902, Teddy Roosevelt and Ideal gave the world the teddy bear. 1933, Ideal introduced the Shirley Temple doll and the licensing industry was born. For Toy Fair 1963, it was something called Mousetrap and a totally new concept in games had been started. Now for 1972, Ideal presents the first open-end action game ever created. Introducing... Bing! Bang! Boing! There are many ways to set up Bing Bang Boing. The first game you can keep adding on to. It's down the bingo flinger, cross the humdrums, up the bangle vader, through the flicker ticker, and into the bungle bucket. Just one of the many games you can play is Raise the Flag. How far you go with it is up to you. Bing, bang, boing. The first open-end action game ever created. It's ideal. We want SSP. We want SSP. You got them. Here's Kenner's SSP Peewees. They're great little SSPs. The driver's in his cockpit. In goes the easy pull T-stick. A quick tug and... They're off. Scooting along indoors or out. They're so easy to rev up and race. SSP Peewees with easy pull T-sticks and driver. Each racer sold separately. Yeah!
it? I hear it. Here it comes. The hull of power from Sonic Sound. Now, when you pull that T-stick, those SSP racers howl with power. Take that action. Crush them. Smash them. New SSPs with Sonic Sound. Super Stalker. King Cobra. Detonator. Kenner's SSP racers for 72. Now, with Sonic Sound. Each sold separate. I've got a new SSP. So I. Okay, let them go. Some of the great SSP racers for 72. Scorpion. Hustlin' Hoss. And there goes Deuces Wild and Ramjet. Dig the SSPs for 1972. All with the new howl of power of Sonic Sound. SSP Scorpion, Hustlin' Horse, Deuces Wild, and Ramjet by Kenner. Each sold He's a demolition demon in the beat-up Chevrolet. It ain't worth a dollar, so he wrecks it every day. Now here's Kenner's SSP smash-up derby set. And you can hoot and holler, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Crash, bang, crack them up, put them back again. Crash, bang, smash them up, it's smash-up time, my friend. Kenner's SSP smash-up derby set comes with everything you see right here. This is Kenner's Screen of Show, the amazing take-it-any-place projector. Show them here, show them there, take it almost anywhere. Seven great color shows like Sabrina and Archie. Slip in a cassette and the show is on. Hey, here's the Hair Bear Bunch. There are over 100 scenes, bright even in daylight. See exciting shows from both sides with Kenner's Screen of Show projector with five cassettes. For cool summer splashing fun, get Water Wiggle. It's fun, it wiggles, it's wild, you bet. Just try to catch it and not get wet. Water Wiggle, it's a crazy way to cool off. Slide into exciting summer fun with the Jet Spray Slip and Slide, the sliding, slippery way to cool off. Hundreds of water jets give you fun action. Slip and Slide and Water Wiggle sold separately from Wemo. Wild, new, fast, furious, and fun. That's Parker Brothers' exciting family game, Bug Out. All of you try to hook the crazy-looking bug out of the cage. And when you do, you yell, Bug Out. First player to hook him out ten times wins in this fast-action fun game for the whole family. From Parker Brothers, Bug Out. Here's Screech, the exciting new game that you play in the dark. Screech says, look for a spider. Have you got the spider? The cagey old owl lights up the glowing answer. Snakes and bats and skulls and spiders are in the magical eyes of Screech. It's fun to play in the dark. Screech from Parker Brothers. Dietrich von Obelitzer, a rogue but a shrewd and highly successful one. Roxy Big D. Warrenson, nonchalant but deviously breezy. Be one of them, the flamboyant bidders in the exclusive high-tension world of international art. Do I hear 100? 100,000? 250,000. Which is what Parker Brothers' new masterpiece game is all about. Cezannes, Monet's, Rembrandt's, they're all here, and you bid for them. Sometimes exorbitant amounts of cash, hoping for... <coughs> Masterpiece game calls for you to have nerves of steel. Be an uncanny judge of people, and keep a stiff upper lip. 
extraordinary game, rich, tense, nerve-wracking. You can win the world's most treasured art collection or leave the auction a broken, naive ex-millionaire. The masterpiece game, the greatest game since Monopoly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.